Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. This time of year, LifeBank holds a couple of major fundraising events and asks for financial contributions. Now, of course, I am honored to be a part of LifeBank's mission, but one of the things that makes me most proud to work here is how these contributions that are raised by people like you and me, what we do with those funds from these two events. The monies are earmarked for four purposes and they're very specific. And this is the only thing these monies can go towards. Providing bereavement services for families of organ, eye and tissue donors. Educating the community about the urgent need for registered donors. As we speak, 22 people still die each day on the national waiting list. We also provide funds for donation-related research projects and fund new innovative ways to significantly improve donation and transplantation. Now for me, it doesn't get much better than that. Hi, you're listening to episode 106 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. It's event season here at LifeBank and we just wrapped up a fantastic and meaningful gift of life walk and run at Blossom Music Center. It was so wonderful to be in person again and see the amazing families come together to celebrate their loved ones and celebrate the gift of life. Now, if walking and running isn't endorphin producing enough for you, you're in luck. Our second event taking place right around the corner on September 2nd is called Over the Edge, where individuals raise funds for the opportunity to rappel down the side of the Oswald Building, which happens to be a mere 283 feet tall and 23 stories. (laughs) Yikes. I wanted to stay on the ground, but luckily our guest today, Bob Morrison, is going to go over the edge. And Bob has got a very special person and a very special reason why he's doing that. Bob, thanks so much for taking time to talk with me today. Oh, thank you. I'm just very, very, very excited to do this. I've been been thinking about it a lot. I don't think I'll have a problem. I think I'll get up there and it won't be too much of a problem. I can assure you it is as safe as safe can be. Although, as I say that, I know I would not even go up on the roof myself. <laughs> So I, I give you a lot, of, a lot of props just for signing up to do it. Bob, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about what you do. Oh, uh, yes. I live in Louisville, Ohio. My wife, Antoinette, she is a member of the Cleveland Eye Bank. And my son, Jake, just turned seven this month. I have a daughter, Ella, 18, that's going to start college at Kansas State this year. Bob, as I mentioned, you have a very special reason that you're going over the edge. Your son, Jake, can you tell our listeners about Jake and his story? 
we we've been through a lot with Jake. Jake was diagnosed at the age of two with a condition called juvenile X-linked retinal stesis. It's a blinding eye disease that impacts the retina. It's crazy because if you think about it, and it impacts one in every 25,000 males. We had no family history of this whatsoever. It took several months for us to diagnose what Jake had. He's been through six surgeries, and that was that that was a struggle. Taking a little guy like Jake and putting him through these surgeries, and you know some of the outcomes, he would have to wear a patch on his eye. We were trying to think of things to comfort Jake. I remember my family; we would get patches, and we all would wear patches um, to make to make Jake feel like it's okay when we weren't sure if it was going to be okay. Jake was treated at the Cleveland Clinic in Akron Children's Hospital. And I'll tell you what, we are very, very lucky to have these places in our backyard. The doctors there are just great. They love Jake. When Jake walks into that place, the place just stops because they love him like they were his own. It was, it's unreal. Bob, let's let's back up a little bit. What started with Jake? What symptoms did he have that you noticed that something wasn't right? Well, we thought Jake may have had a lazy eye. We weren't sure. And we went through appointment after appointment until we finally nailed it down and figured out, you know, what Jake had. Oh, my goodness. So he has been through a lot in his seven short years, huh? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'll tell you what, he's one of the strongest kids I know. I'll tell you that right now. Aw. Is he in school? Yes, he is. He's just like your normal average kid. There are a few restrictions that he has. The doctors tell us right now, which this is really, really hard for a kid his age, he cannot play anything with a ball, a sport, a projectile. We got him into golf, which is great. I'll tell you what, the kids can really hit the ball. Um <laughs> He's driving the ball 62 yards with help from his coach. He is something else when he's on hitting the ball. He can putt like you wouldn't believe, and uh, it's fun to watch him. That's for sure. Well, we'll make sure we keep a spot open for him at Firestone in the next couple years. He can play play there. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. How did you connect with the Cleveland Eye Bank Foundation, and what? have they done for you and your family and to help people like Jake and Jake himself? My wife is a member of the Cleveland Eye Bank. She's one of the board directors. We actually got involved in 2021 and we participated in a golf outing and we haven't looked back since. They're, they're great, great people. They do a lot. The Cleveland Eye Bank is the successor of the original Eye Bank started in 1958. They are now a foundation that raises funds and research to preserve and restore sight and support and delivers community and professional education. They have a great golf outing that we golfed in. We have a lot of fun. It's not because we golf really well in it, but it's because everything that it brings, the awareness and everything else that it brings. If you are able to make it, that would be great to come out and see what they really do for, for the people with these eye blinding diseases. Eye disease is close to my heart, and it's one of those things that would dramatically affect your lifestyle if you had lesser vision or completely lost your vision. So fully support the Cleveland Eye Bank Foundation 
And they work with so many wonderful institutions that are conducting important research projects to help in so many different areas of eye disease. They're working with the University Hospital Eye Institute, with the Cleveland Clinic Cole Eye Institute through Lerner College of Medicine at Case Western Reserve. And one of my favorites is that they are working with the Children's Vision Center at Akron Children's Hospital, providing funding for important research, as I said, to help end so many diseases that affect vision and sight. What procedures have helped Jake? He has vision in one eye. Yes, he does. And what, if any, procedure has been done to maintain that vision? You know, we hold our breath when we go to checkups. He actually has a silicone oil into one of his eyes to help release the pressure. Sometimes he'll have real heavy pressure in his eye itself. I'm going to ask mom to jump in on this conversation right now. Mom is Antoinette Morrison, who is on the board of directors for the Cleveland Eye Bank Foundation. And in her day job, Antoinette serves as supervisor of reporting and analysis at Dominion Energy Ohio. Antoinette, thank you so much for jumping in and explaining the silicone oil in Jake's eye. How does that help his eye that has no sight? It's in there to to help maintain the vision. I mean, he can't see out of the right eye. The silicone oil is in there so that it keeps his retina healthy, so that if ever there is a opportunity for a cure, his retina has to be healthy in order for him to be a candidate. That's fascinating. The oil's in there basically to kind of keep things stable. Even though he's blind in the eye, the, the oil has to stay. The doctor said his fear is if the oil came out, the disease would continue to progress in that eye and that he would have, you know, his retina would basically be no good and it has to be healthy to be a candidate for any kind of cure down the line. Wow. Well, and like I said, it's amazing what's happening. It really is. Yeah, it's amazing. And I know when I met Debbie last year, um, they they deal a lot with a lot of different issues, but they didn't have um, niche with children. And so it was just funny that around the same time I stumbled upon their website and reached out to her to get to get to know more about the iBank. And I mean, they really branched on to Jake's story and she did some research and reached out to the Cleveland Clinic and found somebody who's actually researching Jake's disease. I mean, I was just really amazed by the length she was willing to go to make that connection. And They've actually kind of used Jake at the at the golf outing. They have a banner with his picture on it, and they're kind of using him to draw other people who, you know, might have children that don't realize that this organization's out there. That's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know. I mean, again, it, like I told Bob, and like, it just gives me goosebumps that there's people out there, you know, they don't, they didn't truly know us, and, and they became such a big part of our lives. So, you know, that's the great thing about organ, eye, and tissue donation. We all are caring people, and there's no one more caring than Debbie Mae Johnson at the Cleveland Eye Bank Foundation. She's been around this industry for many years and has been personally impacted and understands. So she is a wonderful woman, and um, I'm proud to have worked with her for many, many years. Thank you so much, Antoinette. Bob? Share what you do to try to experience what what Jake does. 
you know, you think about it and just every day, everyday things. I try to close one eye and try to actually try to walk up steps. Things are totally different in his perspective, the way he sees. By looking at him, you would never know that he can't see out of one eye. He's your normal, everyday, average kid. But it's amazing if you try to do what, you know, how he thinks things. If you, if you close your one eye and do any normal task, you'd be like, boy, I can't. I really got to open that second eye. Well, he doesn't have the opportunity to open that second eye. He has to do it with one eye shut all the time, whether it be shut or not being able to see out of it. It's the same thing. It's tough. And, and then, you know, take yourself and close both eyes and then try to do something. I couldn't even imagine. We're just hoping to bring awareness to this so Jake doesn't have to close both eyes. So Jake always has one eye open. We're just hoping that vision stays in his eye. And, you know, that's something we pray for every day here at this house. Well, we'll pray along with you because uh, you're right. That's such a difficult challenge for anybody, but let alone a little one growing up. And um, luckily he has adapted well and, you know, new things are coming out every day. As you mentioned right here at our fine institutions in Cleveland, and we are so lucky to be where we're at. Yes, we are. So, Bob, I want to switch gears a little bit and go back to talking about over the edge. What are your expectations for going over the edge? When you think about it, what do you think that day will be like? Oh, boy, I don't know. It'll be exciting. I'll probably be a little bit nervous. Um, I, I used to work as a bricklayer, and I, I've been up on buildings that have been pretty tall, you know, 100, 120 feet. Looking down from those buildings, you know, you, you're like, wow, I'm really up here, but we're going to almost double that come over the edge and uh it might be a little bit different feeling when i'm up there i think i'll be able to do it no problem but it's going to be an eye-opener when you're up that height and and you start to lean back from what i hear (laughs) well i can happily say i have no idea (laughs) um and Yeah. yeah you know again it is for a good cause these monies that we raise they really do go to help improve the whole donation and transplantation process. As I mentioned, my family has been affected by cornea donation and transplantation, and it's just a wonderful gift. I'm excited to give it a shot. I told a lot of people, and they're pretty excited to see it happen themselves. They wouldn't want to do it, they say, but they're really excited to see see me go after it. So that's the least I could do for this cause. Absolutely. And I would encourage them to contribute and make a donation in your name so they don't have to go over the edge. And they can support you and Jake and everybody suffering with some kind of eye malady and promote organ eye and tissue donation. Any, any little bit help. Absolutely. So thank you for your time. It was nice talking with you, and I so appreciate you, and I look forward to seeing you at Over the Edge. All right. Thank you so much. So if we have piqued your interest about the Over the Edge event, we have a special offer. Instead of raising the original $2,000, we're looking for the Fearless 50 to raise $1,000 but you must put down a $100 commitment fee. Then you have until September 30th to raise the remaining $900.
not only do you get this once in a lifetime opportunity, but you also have lunch on us. You have rooftop access for your favorite fans can come up and watch you train and see you get harnessed and ready to go over the edge. You have obviously an amazing view of the city of Cleveland for sure. And the cool thing is usually the air show is warming up during our event. So you get awesome view of those planes uh, flying by. It's so amazing. Your family can come and cheer you on as you go over the edge. And we will give you a picture to prove that you went over so you can show all those doubting friends. And we offer cool swag. Um, There are opportunities to have a GoPro on your helmet as you go over. And of course, we have so many wonderful people celebrating you as you hit that landing zone and uh, say that you went over the edge and took a stand for organ, eye, and tissue donation. So if you're interested, please reach out to us at events at lifebanc.org. That's events at lifebank.org. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.